So t- today we're gonna we're gonna have a kind of a transition, and one of the things that we talk about, uh, you know, honoring veterans and and military activity. One of the things we do spiritually is, in some ways, we ha- we have our own campaigns. And uh, several years ago, uh, there was a real a real battle um, and real bloodshed in 2008 when we went to India for our first missions trip. And it just so happened that I met a young preacher, uh, and I was almost a young preacher back then, uh, and uh, in uh, Mumbai, India, our first night. And he was there to get supplies because the saints had been persecuted in uh, Kandamal District in Orissa, India. And so uh, upon that meeting and getting to know Pastor Pradeep, um, it was a great privilege to, to find that he was beginning a church plant in that same state and um, and so uh, Doug Pearson, who many of you know, and he's one of our dear friends and, and uh, also a supportive missionary, connected us with Pastor Pradeep. And over time, it developed into an opportunity to uh, help him establish a Bible institute there in Raigara, India, which is now thriving. And he can tell you more about that. Uh, and it was a really good investment. I just want to thank all of those here at HBF, um, uh, present and not present, that, that invested in, in all the, the time, the talent, and the treasure uh, for it was about five years uh, of just uh, constant cycling of trips to help them be, get established in that work and man they are they have it was a it was well uh, it was a, it was a good investment and so I'm so thankful for all that God has done in uh, Pradeep's life and in the life of that church and uh, now they're going all over um, Erissa and there's many church plants and and many uh, Bible students and all of that he can tell you all about all of those things but. Uh, I wanted to invite Pastor Pradeep Lima and uh, and have him come up. Give him some love. And, uh, yeah, come on up, Pastor. Thank you. Thank you. Out, in, out in the foyer, there are uh, pictures and things. So if you haven't had a chance to meet Pastor Pradeep, make sure to get to know him here after the service. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Greetings from Odisha, India. Once again, it's a great privilege to come back to my home church. I can say in America, HBF is my home. I feel that. And uh, I have come to the home church here. So I'm so grateful to God that uh, he has given me a wonderful privilege to come back again after seven years' time. Uh, so... It's a really great honor, great joy. I would like to thank uh, Pastor Brian and uh, the entire team that uh, they have been working here for their love, prayer, and support for the ministry in India, in Odisha. So, actually, like uh, in 2015, when I came to HPF. Vision Conference, the entire ministry, it changed in Odisha. 
and uh, just uh, it was the starting period of our ministry. Pastor Brian already mentioned that. And we had around uh, four or five believers in the church. And Pastor Brian, Pastor Randy, Pastor Steve Fleshman, Pastor Jeb Trude, and there are many, Brother Tyler and Jason, Brother. There are many here, and they loved me, and uh, they have a great heart towards the ministry in Odisha. It uh, totally changed our uh, scenario, the ministry in India. So I'll be sharing a little bit on that, but uh, uh, we will just get into the ministry, uh, word of God now. Just I want to share a little bit. I hope you can understand me. And uh, I'm really messed up with the time here. My watch, my mobile is not functioning well. And uh, I brought a watch that uh, when in 2015, a friend of mine in HBA, a couple, they have given me. So I, I thought I, I would use this, but it's not properly functioning here. <laughs> so I'm sorry for that. But uh, thank you so much, Pastor Brian, and uh, the entire church for your love and prayer and support. I was just thinking for this morning that uh, when Pastor Brian said, like, you are going to preach, I was thinking about the faithfulness of God. How great is the faithfulness of God? I was thinking about that. Sometimes uh, we, we, we don't trust the faithfulness of God. We all are the matured believers. We are uh, grounded and rooted in God's word. We are uh, all like uh, the strong believers in the Lord. We are rooted in God's word. But sometimes, some time comes to our lives that we, uh, we, we don't trust God. Some situations, some circumstances, some type of uh, pressure comes upon our lives. And uh, though we are believing we trust God, but sometimes we miss, we, we, we fail to trust in the Lord. So that's what I want to share something. So Proverbs uh, 3, 5 and 6, 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. Verse 6 says, In all thy words acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. In all our ways we have to acknowledge him. In one way I will acknowledge him, and somewhere I leave him. Sometime it happens in life. We, we go through so many circumstances, so many problems, so many situations in our lives, and it happens. Some situation comes like, it may be, it could be like a spiritual situation, it could be physical situation, circumstances. Sometime we, somewhere, we miss, we fail to trust God. We fail to trust the faithfulness of God. I was just speaking to myself, like, how much God has blessed me. What are the ways that God has blessed me, bestowed his blessings upon me? I was just thinking. I was thinking about HPF. 
meeting Pastor Brian and the team 2008 and Coming here in 2015, how the, the life, the, the ministry in Odisha was changed. It's a great blessing. God's faithfulness, I was thinking. Sometimes we fail. We, 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 when we see some something, when we see some drastic times, situations, we fail to trust God. So trusting in the Lord, trust the Lord. In all the hearts is very important. Sometimes we lean in our own understanding. Sometimes we lean in our own thinkings, in our own uh, finances, in our own educations, in our own wisdom, knowledge. So it's very important that uh, we should lean on God. Our God is reliable, trustworthy God. We have God. In Christ, that he is a trustworthy God. And I'm not talking to you, but I'm talking to myself that what had happened in my life, and I have been experiencing the, the faithfulness of God. So that's what I want to, I wanted to bring it out. There are many reasons. The faithfulness of God is one of the characteristics of God, one of the qualities of God. There are many qualities, but the faithfulness is very, very important. And that is very much related to us, we believers, those who trust in Jesus Christ. It's very, very important. Very, very important. We can trust him because he is our loving and living and heavenly father. Our God, Jesus Christ, is loving God. He is living God. He died and he rose again on the third day. He is with the Father now. He is at the right, right hand side of God the Father. He's praying for you, praying for me. He is interceding for you and all. So we can trust. He is a loving God. He died on the cross and he's living. He died and rose again on the third day. And now he is seated. He is seated in heaven. In heavenly places. So he is our loving God, living God, and heavenly Father. We can trust him. We can believe him. Uh, we can trust him in all our circumstances, or in all our situations. It's a very, very important thing to tra- like trust him. Bible says that uh, uh, in Isaiah 43, 1 says, he knows you. He knows me. He knows my name. He knows me very, very personally, very individually he knows me. Sometimes I think uh, nobody knows me, nobody cares for me in India. If we say in Odisha I'm a pastor, nobody nobody respects, nobody honors us. Oh, this is a pastor, this is a foolish man. Sometimes people... Uh, people despise us. We are the despised people in Odisha, in India. Sometimes we think like nobody is thinking about me. Nobody is concerned about me. Nobody knows me. But the precious thing is that God knows me. He knows my name. He knows my name. My name is Pradeep Lima and it is in God's hand. My, my picture is in God's hand, God's palm. 
the book of Isaiah is very, very clear on that, that uh, my picture is on his palm. He has not written my ni- name there, but my whole image is engraved. It is graven in the palm of God. Always he looks at me. Always he looks at me and he thinks about me. He is my child. They are my children. He always thinks about us. It's very, very important that sometimes we, we uh, fail. Sometimes we lean on our own understanding. But God never leaves us. But the Bible is very clear. In Hebrews 13, 5 says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Sometimes I feel, sometimes we feel that there is something missing in my life that uh, maybe I am left behind. Maybe God has left me. I feel like that. But God never leaves you. God never forsakes us. We are on his wall, on his palm. My photo, my picture is on his hand. He always looks at me. We have to, uh, we have to know this. When we know the faithfulness of God, we will not be discouraged. We will not be dismayed. We will not be going out of the will of God. It's a very important thing that God knows me. He knows my name. John 10.3 says, He calleth his own sheep by his name. He calls his sheep by his name. He knows. He knows every. But everyone individually, very personally, he knows me, he knows you, he knows everyone of us, those who are in Christ, those who are sealed with the Holy Spirit for the day of redemption, he knows me. Whose names are written in the book of life, Revelation 21, 27, our names are written in the Lamb's book of life, and he remembers us. He never forgets us. Malachi 3.16 says, He has written our names in the book of remembrance. He has written our names in the book of remembrance. My name is recorded in a book which cannot be, which cannot be forgotten, which cannot be stolen, which cannot be taken, which cannot be robbed. My name is on his book, the book of remembrance, and I should feel that God is with me and God has written my name. He always uh, watching over my life. We all should believe that we should trust him because he is a great God. He is a wonderful God and we have in Christ Jesus. Number two, second thing is that he fights for us. Today we have had a wonderful doctrinal teachings from Pastor Jeff Trude, but this is only an encouraging words that I want to tell you that he fights for you. He fights for me. It, it, it may be not the physical fighting or the uh, like uh, the, the worldly fighting, but he fights for you and me in several ways, in several situations. He stands with us. 
That's what the Bible is very clear about that. Exodus 14, 14 says, The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. The Lord shall fight for you. God fights for us. Maybe I am fighting with something. It could be my spiritual situation, circumstances, my spiritual life. It could be my family life. It could be my finances. It could be my education. It could be my physical problems. It could be some other things. Maybe I am fighting. I feel that I am fighting with something. But God does fight on behalf of us. He really stands with us and we can trust him. He is a trustworthy God. He is our king. He is our savior. He is our creator. And he is our sustainer. We are entering in, in the Thanksgiving time now in America. When we think about God, like God has blessed us with so many blessings. In a tremendous blessing he has given us. That's why David says in the book of Psalm 103 that uh, bless the Lord, O my soul, and bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, blessed his holy name. Is reminding to himself how much blessings he has received from the Lord. And our God is good, his great God that we have. He never leaves us, never forsakes us, and he fights for us. We have to know that. He is with us always. He is the Emmanuel God. God with us, and he goes with us. He never leaves us. When he called Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 1, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, if we go up to 11th verse, then God is calling him and he's sending him. When he said, Lord, I am just a child. I can't speak. I don't know how to speak. I don't know how to deal with your word. Then the Lord said, I'm sending you. I'm with you. I will put my own words in your lips and you are going to speak. So don't worry. I'm with you. I'm giving you authority. You can do anything and everything. And he's just, uh, he was with Jeremiah. He said, You can go. You can do it. He fights for us in every circumstances, in every situations of our lives. And we should trust him. We should know that we should rely on him. And uh, sometimes we are not faithful. He's our friend. Bible says, like John 15, 15, we have a good friend, a faithful friend in Jesus Christ. Sometimes we fail. Second Timothy 2.13 says, while we are unfaithful, he is faithful. We fail sometimes, but God is so faithful to us. When we think about his love, his blessings, his sacrificial life, then sometimes we fail. We, we neglect his blessings. We neglect his love. We neglect to use 
the gift we have, we neglect to understand the faithfulness of God. God is faithful while we are unfaithful. The Lord goes before us. He fights for us. The Bible says in Deuteronomy 24 says, For the Lord your God goeth with you to fight for you against your enemies to save you. The Lord goes before us. I don't want to run. I don't want to go first. The Lord has already set up his armies for me to fight for my situation, to fight for my needs, to fight for my uh, physical needs or my weaknesses, my sicknesses. He is ready for that. So the Lord goes before us and he fights against our enemies. Judges 7, 7 and 12. I was just studying that particular verse yesterday that uh, the Lord said to Gideon, I will go before you and fight with Midianites and Amalekites and deliver you. He is telling to Gideon, Gideon had only 300 men. In front of him, there was a huge army, huge warrior force. He had only 300 men, faithful men. And God is saying that I am going to deliver you. I am going to fight for you. I will be before you. Don't worry. God fights for us, dear friends. He, he knows me. He fights for me. And uh, he, he can save me. He protects us. Psalm 34.19 says, He protects us. Psalm 34.19 is very clear. The righteous has many afflictions, but God delivers them. God delivers us from all the afflictions, all the situations. Dear God's people, we can trust him. Third thing I want to deal with, that uh, he thinks about us. He thinks, always he thinks. Sometimes we, we forget to think about God. But he thinks about me all the time, in every uh, situation of my life. Every second, every minute, he thinks about me. He thinks about Pradeep Lima in Odisha. He thinks about me. He knows me. He fights for me. In 2008, when the persecution came, it was very terrible persecution. More than 500 pastors, evangelists burnt alive. It was a very horrible time. And uh, my brothers and sisters said, uh, Pradeep, you don't go, you don't be a missionary. We don't like to, you to see on that. You don't be a pastor. We don't like that. We are ready to support you. We are ready to help you, brother. You are our younger brother. I know, Lord, God knows me. He fights for me. He is with me. I know very well. So I said bye-bye to my family members, my brothers and sisters. I went to the mission field. They were very much terrified because all the pastors and missionaries are being killed. They saw that in the news and the TV news. But I knew that the Lord is with me and he fights for me. He knows me. He thinks about me when to die. 
it's very very important that uh, we can trust him he 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 thinks about me he thinks about us first peter 5:7 says as a good father he loves and cares for us as a good father he loves us cares for us he asks us just give me your burdens i'm ready to carry care for you i'm there to care for you whatever circumstances whatever problems whatever trouble sometime that i am going through he's ready he's ready to carry he's ready to take that burden with us psalm 55:22 say cast thy burden upon the lord cast thy burden upon the lord sometime we are not able to carry the burdens our own burdens are that much burdened that we are not able to walk with that burden and it is better that we should give him sometime we ourselves wants want to carry that and we struggle in our lives the way we don't know the theory to give him the burden jesus said my yoke is easy when he joins with us when he carries the yoke it it becomes easy it becomes light because he is carrying that the powerful god is carrying my burden and he asks cast thy burden and commit thy ways unto the lord psalm 37:5 says we have to commit our burden we have to give our burden we have to give our cares to the lord we have to even uh commit our ways unto the lord proverbs 16:3 says commit thy works unto the lord and your thoughts shall be established it's very clear there are several promises god has given us in the bible that we can trust him we can commit our thoughts we can commit our works we can commit our cares we can give our heavy burden to him the familiar passage matthew 11:28:29:30 says that you who who are heavy laden come unto me and i will give you rest i will give you rest and he is the rest giver peace giver i will give my own peace to you in john he said i will give my own peace jesus peace the peace of resurrection the peace of eternal life the peace of grace the peace of the holy spirit he is saying i will give my own peace the world can't give you but i i have something different than the world and he wants to give us today he wants to help us with that but we have to trust him he thinks about me and i should think about i should uh, trust his faithfulness is very important psalm 139 17 says how precious also are thy thoughts unto me o god how precious unto me thy th- god's thought is higher than my thought i am thinking something i was thinking only about church planting ministry but god has given us bible college now we have 17 residential students in raigada when i came in 2008 i had nothing 
Uh, we, we have started with orphanage of one boy, and now we have 28 children in the Grace family. I had nothing, but God has given me few churches, around 18 churches are there with me now. I am supervising all the churches and 50 Bible studies. 50 Bible studies we have, I have to look after. And God has given me good disciples, good brothers and sisters with me. And in our church, we have 200 believers. From four, it became 200. When I met Pastor Brian, there were only four people in the church. Now we have more than 200 people. It's a God's grace upon me and the ministry in Odisha. I, I have to trust him. He does wonderful things. I thought, uh, I, I, my thinking was very, uh, very tiny, very small. I was thinking very limitedly, but God has blessed me beyond my imagination, beyond my understanding. God has done the work. That is the work of God. I always give glory to him. Not my, but God has done it. But you are behind the scenes. You have been praying for the ministry in Odisha. So I want to salute you with the Indian greetings. Your love, prayer, and sacrificial support is really backing the ministry, compelling me to do what God wants me to do in Odisha. We can trust him. He thinks about us. He knows us. He fights for us. It's very, very important. And he has a great plan even for us. I think, what is the plan? Sometimes I, I feel like that. I don't have any plan where I'm going, what I'm doing, what will be next. But God has certain plans and purposes for our lives. And he's faithful God. That's what I want to tell you. He's faithful God. He loves us. Sometimes our situation becomes so pressurized that uh, where is God? Where is he? He said, he's with me. Where is he? I feel like that. But he's there with us. Huh? He's with us. Romans uh, uh, 8.28 says, uh, we know that all things work for our good, for our benefits. He does. Sometimes I feel why it's happening. But there is something good in that. God has hidden something in that. And finally, when I, I will be faithful in working with him, then finally I can see that God kept something there. We can trust him. He is our faithful God. He is a reliable God. And he is our God. Bible says, I, I want to just end the message now because I have to show some slides and explain you what's going on in Odisha. He is faithful God. We can trust him. Bible is very clear. Bible is very clear. He is faithful God. And uh, he who calls you is faithful. The Bible is very clear on Second Thessalonians 5.24. He who calls you is faithful. He will do it. Definitely is going to accomplish it. He's going to do whatever I'm thinking, planning, and whatever I am uh, visioning, seeing, God will do it. The one who has called me is faithful. And he's trustworthy. He's a faithful God that I can 
trust him. Thank you so much. here pastor okay pulpit i can go again sorry forgive me yeah brother yeah yeah this is uh, uh recently two years back uh, just near to raigada city a persecution took place and 15 families from a village from not air village around five villages 15 families are driven out they sent them out they didn't want them to stay in the village so i have been meeting them helping them our team our brothers we are helping them even we have provided the best and uh, rice dal and everything the, the people they have not gone to their village still because if they go there uh they may be killed because the government also went and tried to settle this matter but it didn't work out the people are stronger than the government in india so thank you so much for the support your support is here there uh, we took some support some some of the finances that you have sent to these persecuted people 15 families are in a jungle so please keep them in your prayers yeah this is our uh, discipleship program i use the discipleship manual of uh, hbf i would uh, thank pastor randy for carrying a bag around 50 to 60 lessons from america pastor brian and randy that i still i'm using those of course i have translated it into oriya in oriya language we have circulated in the villages people are learning and this is one of the best way that i have ever seen in my life that god is really multiplying the believers disciple we go we teach bible college this and that there are many things but this is the best way thank you pastor brian and pastor randy for bringing that and this is our bible college and we have 17 students i said this is our village ministry village ministry these children you see they are not from our grace family we have 18 churches and whenever i go to the churches those are the village churches in towns we have two churches but in the village we have so many churches so whenever i go there i i teach them you see several children are standing no men and women are there because in the morning the parents they go for work to the jungle they leave all the children in the village and they just wander here and there bit hit one another and whenever i go i teach them i teach the songs i teach from the scripture i take some biscuits candies to them and i'm thinking praying that the village people requested pastor pradeep we don't have school around us it's a very jungle village and uh, i have been working there since 15 years 
I'm praying so that we can do some daycare center there. One meal we can give and teach them the Bible and the ABCD and educate them. That is my prayer. So please pray for these children. And these are the different villages. My wife is always with me. She goes with me wherever I go. She helps me in the ministry. She's not that much educated, but she always stands alongside. So this is our Grace family in Raigada, the Grace family orphanage. We have 28 children in our Grace family. Boys and girls are living. And uh, we had very, when I came in 2015, we had eight children. Now we have 28 children. This is all about your prayer, love, and sacrificial giving. God is doing something. In, and uh, I'm so glad that uh, the, the week I, I have left, the Sunday I preached a message, and uh, eight adults and uh, four boys from our grace family, they stood up. They gave up their lives to Christ. And that is a great joy for my life that I'm seeing even they are changing. The first boy I have accepted, he is teaching the Bible. He is teaching the Bible stories when the teachers are not there, he is standing. So thank you so much for the Grace Family support that you have been so faithfully helping us. And this is a lady, uh, her husband was a pastor. And where we are standing, three of us, on the same spot, her husband was burnt alive. He was burnt alive. He was not fully dead. So the, the persecutors, they threw him on a well. And we have been helping that uh, mother. She's helpless now. So we are helping. That is Lazarus. Uh, he was shot too. Uh, like he was shot in two places. One bullet is removed. One is small, the doctor said. Said it can be okay. If we cut him, maybe there will be some problems. So this mother, I, I tried her to console her, comfort, but she was not. So she's crying and telling me the stories, how she lost her husband, the pastor. And that is the church. The pastor was uh, leading that church. In front of the church, they burnt him in Odisha. So please pray for that mother. We are helping her every month some money. Uh, when I left, even we have sent, every month we are sending some support. Yeah, this is our Borewell project. I usually, I, we visit so many places in, in Odisha. We have around 50,000 villages in Odisha. 50,000 villages in Odisha. And uh, by God's grace, by your love and prayer. We have received some bikes, motorbikes. We can go to the villages. Two by two, we go and preach the gospel. But the thing, the water borewell project, that uh, in many villages, there is no water. Many villages, there is no water. So I was praying, and uh, now I'm connected with some, some people that sometimes they help us to just dig the bore well and supply the drinking water. Yeah, it started from a village. Pastor Doug and Bethany visited that village. Even Sister Lauren visited that village. 
that there was no water. No river water, nothing is there. So they prayed and from there it started and uh, we are supplying the borewell to many villages now. They they were praying, Pastor Doug and Bethany's sister, Lauren's sisters, they, they were praying for this. And we are doing this one, wherever there is no water, drinking water, we provide them. Yeah. And also, uh, we tell them that Jesus is the living water. We never forget that. You know. Before we do something, we pray. I preach the message that Jesus is the true water. Once you drink, you will not have thirsty again. So this is our uh, open-air preachings in the villages. We do the gospel meetings and we preach the people. Many people are coming to the Lord through this ministry. These are the different places. So I have few pictures for you. Can you go, brother? And this is the mother that uh, there is another bullet. The, the bullet is there, small one. And uh, please pray so that we, we, we can remove that one. The doctor said, no problem. Don't go for that. It, is, it has gone to the bone. So, but please pray so that we can remove that uh, bullet. Yeah. And this is our baptisms. Baptisms. And the strange, I have baptized 55 times. When uh, Pastor Brian met me that time, I had no experience of baptizing people, to be frank. God is my witness. So, your meeting, HBF's meeting for me was very much, it was very much uh, uh, wonderful in my life. So, 55 times I have baptized. So, it, it, I don't want to mention how many people I baptized, but uh, 55 times in different places, all over Odisha. And you see, I'm, I'm with a bucket of water. That old man can't walk, can't go anywhere, no vehicle, no auto rickshaws, no bike. He can't sit even in the bike. So he said, Pastor Pradeep, I believe in Jesus Christ. I need to be baptized. I asked him, if you die, where would you go? And he said, I will straight go to my father, Jesus Christ. And I took a bucket of water and baptized. It, this is the, I never believe in like sprinkling baptism or pouring baptism, but that was the circumstance. I have to do that. No water, no river, nothing is there. With a bucket, I baptized him. And uh, if you want to know more about the baptism, then uh, go to Pastor Steve Flashman. He will explain. Because he baptized Pastor Jeff Trude and the team were there. He baptized around seven people in a river. Actually, the foreigner can't baptize in Odisha, in India. They cannot do that. But I thank God Pastor Steve Flesman took a stand. I will do, Pastor Pradeep. And we went to a river and we baptized. So you can ask him what is the baptism. So not like this baptism. This is wonderful. But sometime I baptized people with a mud water. So, but God knows. God sees the heart. <laughs> yeah. And this is our Mercy and Truth program, Widows program, that uh, I saw very closely my mother's life. 
when i was 10 years old my father father died and uh, i i saw my mother how agony he went through how crucial times she has experienced i was always with her wherever she used to go i was with her because i was the young like baby like small boy and i saw my mother's life and when god blessed me and this vision came to me actually the, i i received the vision in 1998 in a in a in andhra pradesh i was there and i saw a blind widow and a child both of them were crying there was a program going on that every widows should receive 100 rupees from mother teresa fund i was in my first bible college i was taken there for that meeting i saw that situation and i wept in my heart lord i was on the same the same situation i i saw my mother like that i went to the blind lady i asked what happened to you why are you crying why your child is crying the the, the blind lady said nobody is filling the form if someone can fill the form then i can receive it was around afternoon and the baby was crying because of the hungry i had some guava in my bag i gave and then i filled the form took it got the 100 rupees so from 1998 this vision god has given me and it started in 2008 the widows program when i met first brian and hbf team because before that i had nothing with me so now more than 250 widows are there we are thinking about we love them we supply the needs during the time of winter we supply the blankets sometime rice and dals and all so please pray actually we need some support for this regular support someone was helping me but uh, now he is he went somewhere as a missionary but he is no more supporting so but whatever support i received from hpf and mbt and mcbc i take some money to do this program so please keep this ministry widows program in your prayer yeah yeah this is the widows program in different districts that is a new church building we have built in kandamal and uh, a persecuted the one who was persecuting in 2008 he became the pastor there he only he destroyed that church the mud church now we have built a concrete church so he is pastoring now a persecutor became proclaimer of jesus christ and pastor brian the hpf team they trained him for five years pastor brian and team they used to come and go and they trained him they know him very well so he is leading that church new church building that is in kalahandi so please go brother yeah this is our uh, discipleship conference when i received the di- discipleship manual i start one to one i did to so many people and then i we thought because we have so many people as a group we teach number one salvation the holy spirit the word of god we select the subjects and teach them and this is called the discipleship conference 
conferences in Odisha. Every month we rotate it one place to another. And we feed them also. Many people come to hear the word. We feed them. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Uh, this is our Grace family children. Yeah. And this is a, a prayer house and widow's home we are building. And a widow gave me a piece of land. And widow, a faithful widow in our church, Pastor Brian, Pastor Andy, they know her. Her name is Sheeta. She doesn't have place to live. Because during the time of uh, heavy rain, she had a mud house. It is collapsed. But uh, she thought of giving this land to us. Pastor Pradeep, you take it. Use it for God's glory. So we are building a small house. And Pastor Doug must have uh, sent some videos on that. Some of you have seen that. But please pray. The roof work, everything is done. But interior part is remaining. And uh, I need your prayer. And yeah. So about all the uh, missionary training boys, like uh, Bible college students, they are working. We are not hiring laborers because we don't have money. So from 7 to 9, 10, we do the class and rest of the time we go and work, build the church building prayer house. So in Kandamal, for one month they stayed and did it. And even here they are doing, right now they are doing. Yesterday I received a message. So please pray so that we can complete that one. Yeah, this is a, a church building that uh, the, the doors and windows that uh, we sup- we are supplying the needs for the church building we have in Kalahandi district. So thank you so much and uh, thanks for your love and prayers and supports. And please, uh, the main prayer request for HBF is we need... Uh, uh, facilities for the Bible College Grace family. It has grown a lot. 50 people are living in a small house, two-store building, and we are on a street. We are on a street. And I, I have been praying for uh, some facilities. So please pray. We are thinking of building some new buildings. We are thinking of buying a piece of land so that uh, we can use it for God's glory. And there I have kept some, uh, like, uh, details. We need certain amount of uh, money to buy a land and uh, build the orphanage, Bible college, prayer hall, and some other things. Thank you so much for your kind uh, kindness and for your patience. Thank you, Pastor Brian. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, thank you guys for uh, what an eventful day we've had here at HBF. And as we uh, conclude, um, I just want to circle back a little bit to what Pastor Pradeep said about the message and trust in the Lord. If you are um, here and uh, you don't know the Lord, you've just seen a good example of what it's all about. Um, God is at work all over the place, and he knows you, right? He knows who you are. Uh, he, he fights for you. Uh, 2,000 years ago on the cross, he got in the way of sin and death. 
and he died on the cross in your place, and he has fought for us, and he's won. He, he conquered sin and death. He's alive right now. And, uh, and what's so, so incredibly sweet is he thinks about us, right? And, uh, in a world where there's a lot of things going on, it's good to know that God thinks about us, and, uh, we're on his mind. You were on his mind before you were born. Christ died for us. You were already thought about, and he still actively knows. The Bible tells us in Hebrews, uh, that he's touched with the feeling of our infirmity. So he doesn't just know about you. He knows how you feel. And uh, and so it's a, it's a good message that we heard today and a good update by Pastor Pradeep. And all of that <clears throat> reminds me of just uh, Romans 2.4, which speaks to the goodness of God. It's just so sweet. Uh, Pastor Pradeep, you're a, you're a, and I mean this as a compliment, you're a sweet man. as You're a kind and gentle man and and we need that here. Uh, I need that for sure. So I'm not probably as sweet or kind. But uh, but God is good, and uh, he is so good in, uh, to to you here at HBF. Pastor Pradeep and what he's done there uh, and doing there in Arissa. You know, 17 Bible college students, 28 children in the orphanage, uh, children in the orphanage, 18 churches, 50 Bible studies, 200 plus in the Ragura Church alone. Um, and he's needing, he didn't tell you the number, he needs $80,000, right? So to build the building he's like, like to build. So you can pray about that. And, uh, and uh, that's a lot in their culture. That's a lot of money. So, uh, so just remember, God is good and, uh, he provides. Uh, but for those of you that are here today, um, just stand with me for just a moment. You've been sitting a long time. We're going to get ready to, to depart. Uh, I'm not going to do a traditional altar call, um, but if you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior, the main thing that we're about here is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, and uh, that is that Jesus Christ lived a sinless life. He died on the cross. He rose again the third day, and if you don't know him personally, we want to we want to introduce you to him, um, and so uh, you can know him because he knows you. The issue is not him knowing us. us the issue is us knowing him, so uh, you are invited uh, to, to to just simply pray. And receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And we'll help you with that. Uh, if you're someone that would like to do that, just uh, raise your hand right where you are right now. We'll come to you. Anybody here say, Brian, I want to be saved today. Uh, I know the message was a few minutes ago, and that may have passed. But I'll tell you what, today is the day of salvation. And uh, you got to believe that Jesus is and a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Baptism, as we saw today, is a great celebration. It doesn't save you. Uh, what saves you is trusting Jesus Christ. And, uh, and the Spirit of God entering your, into your soul and sealing it till the day of redemption. So if you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior today, that is the primary thing. If you're a Christian here today, though, man, you've seen the goodness of God. You've, you've heard a message about how God knows you, how you can, uh, you know, He's faithful and He's reliable. He's, he, he fights for you. He, he thinks about you. And I pray today that you're encouraged in the Lord. And so, um, and so let's do this. Let's, uh, Let's just ask the Lord to pray. If you have a prayer need right now, maybe you need to come to the altar. Maybe you need to repent. 